and welcome back to Truth Prevails. I'm Amanda. I'm Anastasia. Hi. Seeing you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we haven't recorded in a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because yeah. we were expecting to record, like, one of our newer things, and then plans changed. Plans seem to change a lot, right? We have to always agree that that's usually what happens is plans change a lot, and, um, Sometimes it provokes us to what, Mastasia? To doubt. <laughs> yes. Smiling and laughing to hide the pain. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so, of course, our topic of conversation today is... Doubt. Doubt. It's going to be about doubt. Um, where do we start? Because doubt is not something that is easy to deal with at times. Because it can come in different circumstances, you know, different situations that were put in. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been dealing with doubt for a couple of weeks now. I think it is. Anastasia has been so gracious and kind to just be like reminding me of scripture. Um, so we're not immune to it. That's the thing. But what we have to be clear is that doubt can, in a sense, be sin. Mm-hmm. It can. Because it provokes us to worry to have anxiety, and the Bible says do not worry. The Bible also says be anxious for nothing. So, I don't know, Masija, would you give maybe um, a few thoughts on what is it that causes us to doubt as Christians? I think something that I've noticed in myself a lot is when we know that the enemy loves to attack scripture and God's character. And one of the things that I've been praying for more of is the reverence of God. Uh, Because, like, to have that reverence for him and to know, like, the fullness of who he is. And and I just remember in recently reading through scriptures where, you know, in where just talks about, like, the Exodus and how, you know, he parted the Red Sea and he held up the Jordan and he did all these really mm-hmm. miraculous things to just show his power and to glorify him. And, you know, having that split second of just, like, did he really? Mm-hmm. And then just immediate, like, oh, my gosh, like, I feel terrible for doubting that. Um, and just, like, my perception of him just getting warped and wanting you know thoughts wanting to come in like oh he doesn't do enough now or he hasn't proved himself enough or things like that even Mm -hmm. though you know scripture is history like there are tons and tons of manuscripts and we've talked about this before and um there's so many reasons to believe and to have that faith and of course the faith that is given by god and so um i i just noticed that sometimes the the more that his scripture is being attacked in my mind um and uh the more fears come up like it plays on fears it Mm -hmm. plays on worries it plays on anxiety it plays on like all of these things and before you know it you realize you're so consumed with those things that you have taken your eyes off of christ and you've ta- be taking your eyes off him, you're no longer meditating on all that is pure and noble and truthful and all of those praiseworthy things. We're no lo- longer meditating on the things that scripture tells us to focus on. Instead, we're meditating on everything that scares us or right. makes us or grieves us or whatever. And then as a result, those things become more vulnerable to being warped, such as scripture and the yeah. character of God, that because we are such forgetful beings yes. that the moment you start dwelling on those things you don't even realize that you stop taking thoughts captive and all of those things that come with focusing on Christ right. all of a sudden you realize you don't trust him mm-hmm. and you are doubting him and you're doubting his promises you're doubting his word and you just start doubting all of these things because the fear is what's at the forefront of your mind now. Yeah. Um, and so, or, you know, it could be any range of emotions too. It can be lust, it can be anger, it can be whatever. 
types of things that come in that the scriptures tell us not to do, not to have. Um, And so, yeah, just that's when I notice, especially for myself, that doubts can really start to take hold. Um, Sometimes without you even realizing that you're slipping into that. So that's very true. Yeah. Um, It's rare that I ever go into looking at like the dictionary (laughs) of what doubt means. Um, but I know that there's like several different scriptures at times that talks about doubt. It's like, um, when you ask for wisdom, do not doubt Mm -hmm. just things like that. But I think there's, but just to be clear on the concept of doubt, it's basically, um, I'm going to go with Merriam Webster and it says to call into question the truth of, to be uncertain or in doubt about, and it has several other little definitions such as to lack confidence in or um, to consider unlikely and yeah there's is a concept of fear that goes with it or to suspect Mm -hmm. so when we think about those things and just as Nastasia has said it's to have it's to have that lack of trust in God it's to doubt him for what he says for who he is and learning that is a process it is and it's a matter of believing in faith because what's the antidote to doubt? Faith. So with faith, you have to believe even when there's this consistency of wanting to doubt. Um, and a lot of us as Christians, we can get into those places, which is interesting enough. I have been reading um, some devotionals and they're pertaining to John the Baptist. John the Baptist was an incredible follower of Christ. I, I mean he was just amazing. Um, he's the one that set, paved the way for him to show up as Messiah. And, um, he, he of all people, right. Had doubt, mm-hmm. had some massive doubt. And his reasons for doubting were very, very similar to what we doubt about, which is either expectations are not met or it's because we're looking at what the world is seeing or we're relating to what the world is seeing. Um, we're forgetting the mighty, powerful um, God that we serve. And so with the promises that we see in the word of God, we're supposed to stand firm on those. We're supposed to believe mm-hmm. them in faith. We're not supposed to doubt because doubt does ultimately lead us into the worrying and the anxiety and the constant fluctuation of where's that peace? Where's that peace? Right. The peace is not there. It's just not there. It's just, and it's just like, okay, well, what's the root issue? Mm-hmm. And like Mastasia had mentioned is to take thoughts captive. I don't even know how I can emphasize enough that taking thoughts captive is what really is going to make or break your mind. It really is because we have to put everything against the knowledge of scripture. We have to put everything against scripture and scripture is the one that tells us what we think, mm-hmm. such as Philippians 4, 8, that says that we are to think on things that are true, lovely, noble, pure, praiseworthy. We're supposed to think on those things. So what does that pertain to? I often just say it pertains to God, everything that relates to God, it relates to his word. And that's what we're to think of. So it's not that doubt is not going to come in yet. Doubt should not be where we live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should not take it as though I'm allowed to doubt because I'm a human. You know, I hear that a lot. It's like, because I'm human, I'm able to do this because of this, because I have these issues or whatever, I'm allowed to doubt, or it makes perfect sense to do this. And it's no offense, honestly, but yeah, it is somewhat of an offense to a lot of um, certain professionals out there that want to say that feel everything that you're feeling, you know, um, you're doubting, roll with it, just roll with it and see how far it goes and feel it out and experience it. No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Cause it's honest. It's honestly, it's a spiral downward, right? It's a slippery slope. You start to let that little seed come in of doubt and guess what? It explodes into this massive fear panic, um, mm-hmm. just episode. And it could just, it could actually put you in a stronghold. It could put you in a stronghold in your mind. And, um, you wouldn't want that to happen at all. But see, doubt, that's funny because we hear drugs and alcohol can be like gateway and things like that. I say doubt can be a gateway. <laughs> <laughs> I say doubt can be a gateway because it literally can um, draw you in. And I believe that this is a neighborhood that the enemy likes to roll in because he's just like, what does he want to do? He wants to make you doubt the power of God. He wants to make you doubt exactly who Christ is. He wants to make you doubt his power and his might 
and the power in his word. Mm-hmm. So, Stasia, it seems like you wanted to jump in and say something. <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's taking, it's going down a road of unnecessary suffering. Yeah. Because it's oh. not as though we can avoid suffering. I mean, persecution, you know, all that right. kind of stuff kind of comes with it, you know? Right, yeah. And so I don't want to say, like, avoid suffering at all costs because you can't you and can't, yeah uh, sometimes you shouldn't sometimes it's the better thing to do because it's unto Christ and not yourself mm-hmm. but there is no need for us to um play with and really just dwell in things like anxiety and doubt and i know that the the be- anxiety is one of those things where even just knowing you're anxious can make you anxious yes, and then can. that can make yes. you upset and feel more flustered and yep. basically like well I should not have to be anxious about being anxious because not because of scripture reasons scriptural reasons but because mm-hmm. uh I just shouldn't have to have that stress that shouldn't have to be a worry I don't want to deal with it kind of thing right. and it's that defensive mode that can come in instead of being like I don't need to worry because of what Jesus did on the cross and all those things. And it's not like we're saying, flip a switch, what's wrong with you? Like, obviously it's not that simple, but it doesn't need to be so hopeless either. Exactly. Because we have the Lord. We have the power in us by the Holy Spirit. Um, And so it's just needing to practice what scripture teaches for us to do because God word, God's word is sufficient and prepares us to be equipped with for every situation in life. And so um, it's just wanting to encourage that continued prayer, continued taking thoughts captive and trying to focus on all that is good in scripture and in Christ and um, really practice making our legs stronger in standing firm Mm -hmm. in the faith. Um, yeah. Um, so in, in the Bible, there's different aspects of doubt that come in, but what I often notice and Sage, you can totally chime in in this is that it always goes back to the faith aspect of it. It's like, if you have doubt, it's because you're lacking in faith, but let's not get all into the whole thing of like, oh, you know, you don't have this amount of faith, you have to have this amount of faith, you have to, you know, it's like, here we go with the whole levels of faith and everything like that. No, because we also know the scripture of like, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you know, that mountain can move there, you know, it's just right. like, you know, there's, it's, it's that, and it's just the reality that the Lord knows the amount of faith, and he's the one that brings the increase through the power of the Holy Spirit, in mm-hmm. that faith that you need for whatever it is. So, if you're having doubt, is because at times we just allow things to come in and consume us, and we're not doing the part that is told of us to do, which is to take thoughts captive, to renew our minds by um, reading the scriptures, knowing the scriptures, and being in the scriptures. And we're battling the mind every day. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt about that. There is not. It's like we are battling things in our head. It's a warfare every day. Mm-hmm. Some people might be like, when does this end? When will this finally be over with? When will, when you get to heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, yeah. it's like when you get to heaven, we are literally soldiers for Christ. Mm-hmm. We are in a spiritual battle. We are fighting against evil forces. And that's the way that we fight it is by putting on that full armor of God and using the word of God. Mm-hmm. That is how we fight against. And there's a lot that goes on in here. Unfortunately, it does, mm-hmm. but there is a way to win that attack or battle, right. and there is, and it's an everyday thing, so don't think that somehow something wrong is happening to mm-hmm. you if you're just like, oh my gosh, there's several things that are just going on in my mind. It's it's a renewal process. Mm-hmm. It's a sanctification process that the Holy Spirit is doing in our hearts as well. It's, it's a whole thing that it's all connected. It's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. When you read the Word and it's all, the Lord makes things clear. And honestly, it starts to minimize doubt, not to say that you won't encounter it, not to say, just like Mastasia said, is we're not trying to say like, oh, it's like a switch, like you're just off, like doubt is gone and everything. No, there is aspects to it that, yeah, the Lord uses to work things out, to show us where we stand with him, to show us where our faith is at. Yeah, he shows us those types of things, but also we learn. So we don't suffer for no reason. We don't go through these battles. So it's not to say, like, I'm going to overcome doubt and it's going to be over with. It's like, no, I'm going to fight 
in this battle and I am going to seek to be victorious because through the strength and power of the Holy Spirit, I will be because I am a child of God. Mm -hmm. So doubt does not hold me captive. We no longer are slaves to sin nor to fear. Gosh, I wish I had those references on hand. I don't want to look for those maybe. Um, Go ahead. Because, yeah, just how you were saying, it's like that work won't be completed until we're there with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like not only do we have an enemy, you know, Satan, who wants to kill and destroy and he's a master deceiver and all of those terrible things, but on the other hand, we still are in the flesh. And it's not like a bargaining tool, some type of excuse thing. We want to be like, oh, I'm only human and I'm I'm not perfect, so I'm just going to be whatever, you know. But it it is to say that if, you know, you care, you're concerned, you know, and I don't want you to be feeling condemned or anything like that because we are wrestling in the flesh. Paul described it as having a corpse strapped to him. Right. You know, and so we won't be without the flesh until after we leave. Right. I'm sorry, I felt like my mouth must have done something really weird right then. <laughs> <laughs> I just had such a tongue twister. Uh, anyways, but, um, yeah, and so it's like we we are still warring in that and everything, but there is this hope that even if you should stumble, we have such grace yes. as well because of what Jesus Christ did. So you find yourself doubting God, and, it's, and then you realize it and you're heartbroken over it, but we have that grace where we don't want to abuse it, but we're freed by it because yes. now we can try again and we can try again. And we know that it's not just us working and forcing a work. It is something that we are aided by God mm-hmm. Almighty in this. Like, it'll be, it is guaranteed to be success because at the end of everything, when everything is said and done, and the Lord returns, mm-hmm. we're freed from the flesh, and, you know, and yes. we're there, and we're in perfection with him, made perfect by him, and it's just, like, such a gift, and so, yeah. um, and as we, you know, said, too, we're right there, like, I think just today, the both of us are, like, struggling with doubt, yeah. <laughs> and then the day before, and then the, the other day, and then there's days where it's like, yes. it's always, like, the Lord is always so kind, because there's plenty of times, too, where it's like, if one of us is struggling more than the other, the other person has enough faith for the both to be like, yeah. let's pray, let's remember scriptures, yeah. let's this, and then it just flips and flops, and so it's not to be like, you know, how dare you, like, come on, like, just read the Bible, and then, uh, it's like, no, read the Bible, because it really does help when does. you get low, because oh, you yes. do get low, it happens, yeah. um, and so, yeah, it's just, we're right there with you, and we're basically just trying to encourage you that when, you would be surprised how many times we've looked at the Word of God and thought, I don't want to read it. Forget mm-hmm. it. It's not going to help. Mm-hmm. It's going to take too long to help. Yeah. Whatever. I, I'm not going to know enough of it soon enough. Right. And yet having to fight against that and be like, Lord, help me. And then going to the scriptures and just being like, okay, okay. And then how many times it has happened where it's like something stands out and it convicts you or encourages mm-hmm. you or reminds you of the love of God. And it's just like, oh my goodness. Um, and so it is just, we need the full armor of God. And, um, you know, the sword, that is his spirit, that is his word. Yes. We need that. Um, that's part of it. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, honestly, probably one of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 3, 5, 6. I probably have said this in maybe other podcasts, and I will not stop saying it because it is. It's trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, mm-hmm. and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Um, yeah, that one's so good. <laughs> I just... It's the reality of trusting God with all your heart. Just like, you know, I think it's in Matthew where it talks about loving God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Mm-hmm. There, you're, yeah. Um, and literally to love him, to trust him completely removes all that doubt. Mm-hmm. And not to say that, again, we're going to reach it. We're going to reach it like right now. We're going to be done with doubt and everything, but... The reality of trusting him and reminding yourself of the promises when we go through things and we, you know, we endure through things and um, 
and the doubt just wants to come in. It just, it just really wants to fester. It's kind of funny how Mastasia and I, when we talk about, um, when we're going through some mental warfare, or we're having something going on in our heads. It's, it's like, it's right at the door. It's like right at the door of the mind. And it's just like yeah. right there. And I'm just like, I know it's like right there and it wants to come in and it wants to fester. And it's just like right there, right there, right there. But the reality is this, we just keep speaking mm-hmm. the truth of God's word. We just keep speaking it out. Yes. And we keep standing firm on that. And it's it's interesting how it feels like you're, you, you're drowning or something's just banging and it's going to come in and it's going to come in. And then all of a sudden it's just like, reprieve it's like this reprieve yeah Yeah. it's it's amazing but see that's the holy spirit that Mm -hmm. is the holy spirit and that's the word of god word of god being alive and active and bringing that truth to mind and renewing the mind and that's a lifetime of work it just doesn't happen overnight but i mean we can go into like the different aspects of doubting Mm -hmm. god but I, i i would like to touch on a certain few aspects or characteristics of God, but it seems like you have something to add. (laughs) Um, Because it's just, in those moments when that occurs, it's like, it's just so, I don't, like, sweet, kind, good, merciful of God when, in those moments, you're doubting him. Like, you are, you're doubting him. However, in trying to fight, be like, okay, Lord... I know that your word, you know, yeah, says I can yeah. stand firm in it, and I, and I, I just, I really am doubting you. I'm so sorry, yes. but help me, help me, remind me of your truth because uh, scripture says this, and then scripture mm-hmm. says that, and the Holy Spirit starts bringing it up to your yes. remembrance, and then it's just that moment of like, Lord, I don't want to doubt you. I don't want to doubt you. Help me, Lord. I know you're big enough, and it's like I am big enough. Here you go. I Mercy. Know. Just that I moment, know. and there's times where and then it wants to come back in, like, yes. no, get her, get her, yeah. and it's having to go through it all again, but it strengthens those muscles, that, you know, like, yeah. but, um, yeah, and so, I mean, this stuff is, like, some tricky stuff, like, it's a battle, like, it's a spiritual yeah. battle, yeah. for sure, because, I mean, even just recently, I remember experiencing, like, just this joy, because, um, recently a child was born into this world and it's just this like, Mm. oh Lord, like I'm in awe of it because I, around this age, you know, that I'm older now and everything, I just haven't experienced knowing somebody, seeing them go through the process and then a child is born. And it's just like, I'm in awe of God and creation. And so it's just like, wow, Lord, you're amazing. You're amazing. I'm just so joyful right now. Like more than I've been in a while. Like this is really good. And then I go off alone to go to bed in my room, and all of a sudden, it's just this, I feel sorrowful. Mm. I feel like hopelessness is wanting to come in, dread is wanting to Mm. come in. I'm like, why is this happening, Lord? Why am I feeling this way? And then fear wants to come in like, you know, oh, you know, something's going to go wrong. Something's not going to happen. God's going to abandon you. All these things, wanting me to doubt him, his character, doubt the joy. Oh, what if something happens? What if something bad happens? And all these things, and it's just like needing to we group and be like, Lord, I trust you. I'm giving this over to you. And I know that you're good. And just, it's just interesting because it comes in from all different angles. Yep. Everything that you are vulnerable in more than likely gets attacked. That's what happens with us. Yep. And so it's, it's tough, but over time of having it happen more and more, you do start to notice that you're becoming more equipped to recognize when it's happening and to be able to give it over more readily. Um, and, but praise God for his mercy and grace. Yes. How many times yes. have I been like, I can't, I'm done. And yes. it's just like, no, you're not child. No. I can't get emotional. What the heck? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you can say what you're going to say. <laughs> See, it's like, we don't, when you start, okay, even though we go through these moments, where we're just, we're getting emotional over how God is and what he has done. Yeah, we still doubt. Yeah, we still, we still <laughs> have oh, moments of doubt. And it's just, I, I know. know. And it's just like, why do I doubt you, Lord? It's like, why? Mm-hmm. Why, do, why do we go in that direction? Why do I have to be like this? Why? Because we still wore the flesh. We're <laughs> still in st- his hands. Yes, we're, we're still in his We're hands. still in his hands, though. We're still in his hands, but yeah. we still war against the flesh. But we're no longer slaves. And we're no longer slaves to sin. But yes, we still wore the flesh. And obviously, the flesh is very contrary to the spirit. So it's just going to be like doubt, you know, get anxious, do this, do that. Right. It's always going to want to provoke you to do what Christ against what Christ would want you to do. So it's just like, oh, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. But 
So with that in mind, yeah. I want to touch on the, the, the characteristic of God being sovereign and just how easily we doubt that. And I have been dealing with that quite a bit. I mean, full transparency here. Yeah, it's just been, it's been a super roller coaster for me for probably the last two weeks with God's sovereignty and just saying, um, it's this idea of wanting to just doubt the fact that he knows everything already. Right. He has it all in control. And he does what he pleases. He like, does what he that. pleases. I mean, Psalm 115, 3, the Lord does what he pleases and he does. And it's, it, it's really, really learning to stand on that truth and, and by faith believing it and just holding on to it. Because so easily, so easily, it's just, this is happening right now. Well, where's God in all this? How come he's not doing this? Why is he not doing it's, it's just the what, the what, the what? Mm-hmm. Why is he not? Why is he this? Does he not care? Just start yes, doubting his character, start, yes. the word, everything. Yes. Just start going into that rapid spiral. And it's just immediately, thankfully, like I said, Mastasia is there. And Mastasia is just like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What does the word of God says, Amanda? What does the word of God say? What does the word of God? And she just like starts. And I know that that's the Holy Spirit. Just like iron sharpening iron. You know, mm-hmm. just that's it. It's just, it's coming in. And it's almost like it's coming in. And there, my flesh wants to be like, ah, I don't want to hear you right now. Like, let me sit in my doubt. Let me sit in my wallowing. You know, know, just let me sit in that. But it's like, no, I need to hear this. And I need to know for certain mm-hmm. that this is the truth of God's word, and it's going to get me through. That doubt will not prevail. Truth will. Truth will prevail. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, how many times have, like, I've been called out, too, where it's like, ooh, you're getting defensive, and it's just like, uh uh-huh, um, yeah, and just like, you remember this, you remember that, Mm -hmm. or just, like, things where it's like, um, you know, so many oh my gosh praise the lord that we are learning as sisters in yes. christ to show grace and mercy and compassion and gentleness and just have that like love for one another because yeah it's just i think it's like the more that you want to seek after god's ways too and everything and like the more you start to realize where your shortcomings are because yes. god is perfect and we are so definitely far from that <laughs> and so it's like in doing that and growing and just trying to have the iron sharpens iron yeah. there's a lot of sparks flying yeah. and it's just like ouch Ooh, i yeah. kind of liked that bump there but yeah. i guess it's nice to be more sharp and shiny i guess <laughs> you know so yeah oh but my gosh yeah <laughs> so, so yeah um the misconception that comes along with this whole idea of um, when we fall into doubt is that we won't fall into doubt because God is basically going to come through as we want him to. So what basically what I'm trying to say is if God doesn't come through how he wants us to, it's almost like we have the free liberty to doubt. Like we have every right to. Right. Like we have that sole right to doubt God and who he is because he is not fulfilling what we want him to do. He is not doing what we have asked him to do. And the thing is, is God owes us nothing. God has no reason to have to do it how we want him to do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, sadly, uh, one scripture that gets really distorted is Jeremiah 29, 11, Mm -hmm. where it pretty much just says like, uh, you know, uh, my goodness, my mind is going blank. But that whole thing, like, I'm going to prosper you pretty much. Yes, like, I know pretty the much plans I have for you. Thank you. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope in a future. Okay. Right. So, basically, that is distorted into thinking that everything's going to be peachy keen all the time. Right. Everything's going to be great. You're going to be prospered. You're going to have all that you want and all these things and everything. And that's incorrect. No. Mm-hmm. We kind of have to correlate that with Romans 8.28, which is... All things work together for good to those that are called according to his mm-hmm. purpose, which is you might suffer. You might get put in jail. You might lose everything. Mm-hmm. You might um, get really sick. Get you, shipwrecked like you, Paul. You might get shipwrecked. You, you might die. And the thing is, is God has a purpose in all of that. Mm-hmm. So we honestly have no right to doubt the Lord. And even when he does things that we don't completely understand or he chooses to take different ways of, of of providing or different ways of doing things because there's a purpose behind that or somehow 
we doubt his capacity to come through. I mean, that reminds me of like Abraham and Sarah <laughs> and other stories in the yeah. Bible of, well, he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. So what do we do? We take matters into our own hands. Because of doubt, we start taking matters into our own hands. We start doing things that we think could work. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Because that tends to pull us out of his will um, instead of just patiently waiting because we know that we have done what we're supposed to and we have given it over to the Lord and we're right. abiding in him and we're trusting in him. But yet fear starts to ensue and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden this panic starts to come in and then this doubt is just completely strangling us and we're right. just like, we got to do something. And then we go and we carelessly do things that we should not do or we're out of his will. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We reap the consequences for right. that. Although God is sovereign and he is in full control Mm -hmm. and although he can redeem the situation and he can use it. Amen. Thank you, God, for your grace and your mercy that you can do these things. But then we go through some really horrible things. Sometimes we go through some massive suffering and some of us think like that's a joke. We just think like, okay, who cares? But at least I got what I wanted when I wanted it, you know, and how I wanted it. And it's like, oh, but you don't realize the consequences that come with that. You reap what you sow, literally, mm-hmm. you do. Right. And God doesn't let that go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Um, as Christians, we should really, really aim to stand on God's truth. And when we are falling into that um, that net of doubt or, or that, that hole of doubt, when we're falling into that, we need to cry out to God and have him to pull us out and to re- be reminded and have people to remind us of the truth of God's word. Mm-hmm. You have something to add? It's like I feel like every time we're just like bouncing off of each other. (laughs) In scripture, it talks about like um, that whole idea that if, you know, you don't have that faith to pray because you're so down. That is why you need that community of fellow believers who have the faith and can pray pray for you. Just like how I said, like it's it's been so gracious to be able to like of God to be able to um, for us when we experience that whole thing where like one of us might be really low and the Mm -hmm. other person has just enough to be able to like you know let's let's trust God you know and like encourage mm-hmm. one another you know right. um and so uh that is just something that's very helpful to have mm-hmm. for sure um and uh, that whole thing of just uh, no come back to me <laughs> it's leaving slowly maybe quickly okay oh well um <laughs> I'm sure it could come back if it's important to say. But basically, okay, we want to live for God's glory. And so there is that whole thing of I'm, I've am i done so many times where, for one, you don't want to act out of restlessness. Yes. And I think a lot of times that that happens, too, because I think something I've been learning personally is I idolize my performance. Hmm. I do. And so you might even be end up trying to do something good. You know, like, I just need to go, I'm just going to read the Bible, I'm just going to read the Bible, you know, or something, and that's great. But you're not mm-hmm. doing it in the name of, Lord, you will give me your wisdom, and I'm trusting you, you've given me all that I need, thank you so much, Lord, I'm, I'm struggling, this is really hard, but, you know, help me, let me give it over to you, and, okay, God, I know mm-hmm. you will make things clear because your word is sufficient. Yeah. Instead of going at it in that way, you're going at it in, oh, maybe if I just do enough of this, maybe if I just clock enough time put enough hours mm-hmm. in yeah. and if I just figure this out maybe I just skim 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 do all these things and just da, 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 and basically can I achieve this can I achieve this can I do this in my own strength mm. can I you know and you're going at it in I don't trust you lord I'm really anxious I need to just figure this out on my own you're not making it clear in time so I really just gotta like scavenge and do all this work because you're not there you're not reliable and it's just like whether we sometimes realize it or not our whole attitude is just off yeah. and we are still acting in fear in doubt, in restlessness, and we're not trusting in God. Mm -hmm. And so um, the motives of things can matter. And so it's just having to um, continue to learn to recognize that and just, there's plenty of times where it's really just be still and know that I am God. Yeah, I would agree. Let me just calm down and remember that everything isn't reliant on my stellar performance. I'm not the one who can can force somebody to convert. I'm not the one who can force myself to learn everything and know everything. I cannot give myself 
wisdom because my own wisdom isn't really wisdom, you know, and you just, you aren't the one that can do that. So it's not going to be the end of the world or the end of your world if you just stop for a moment Mm -hmm. and pray and give it over to God Mm -hmm. and ask for his wisdom and direction in this because he's given us his Holy Spirit already. If you are saved in Christ, you already have it. You don't need to ask, give me your Holy Spirit because it's there. You just need to learn to walk by it. Um, And so... It's just that whole thing that, yeah. Okay, it came back. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, my God. The Holy Spirit's just like, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, seriously. So, I think it's kind of like a good time right now to toss in the stages jingle. I don't know. It just seems like a really good time to do it. So, while she's flustered already. All right. (laughs) But this is just, it's, it's a lot of fun. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's toss it in here. Little random facts about Nastasia. <laughs> All right! <laughs> um, okay, I kid you not, I don't know if this half counts. I won't, but before recording this, I kept thinking to myself, I'm probably going to end up having to come up with a random fact, and I know that I'm terrible at knowing enough about myself for some reason. <laughs> so I'm, like, trying to think, what have I already said? Can I say this? Can I say that? I don't know. And I, I'm not prepared. I tried preparing, and I did not prepare. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Staring right in front of me. Hello. Um, yes, I say hi to inanimate objects. I said that slow because I was scared to say it wrong. <laughs> I feel like you're getting a lot of, like, little mini random facts here right now. Um, uh, so, uh, I really like the character Stitch. I just think he's, like, really this cute little wild fuzzball that gets really sweet towards the end, and I don't know, he's just really cute. But, um, I have a friend that has known this about me for a while, and so just through the years, like, when my birthday comes up, she'll be like, oh, here's this, and it's, like, a little Stitch thing here and there, you know? So I just had this, like, growing collection, and so I finally, like, decided to just put it all on display, all these little things of, like, just Stitch, and, um, yeah, it's, it's... it's, that's cute. I'm happy with it. So <laughs> I just, yeah, so it's just kind of like, yeah, does she, does she like Stitch? I wonder. Um, yeah, so I just have this mini little section of little things, and it's cute because I have some old records from my grandparents, and so um, nearby are, like, some Elvis records, which is just cute because if you watch the movie, it's set in Hawaii, and so, like, he, he even dresses up as, as one point, like, as this, like, little Elvis impersonator and, like, tries to, like, sing the song. Oh, my gosh. So cute. Okay. Oh, I think I saw that movie. Is that Blue Hawaii or something like that? I, okay. I don't know. I guess I'm not a big Elvis fan, but I know I've seen some stuff about Elvis. I may be wrong. Oh, that's... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that Stitch dresses up as him, and so... And then I have, like, this old, like, inflatable globe thingy, and so I have it, like, turned to Hawaii, and... I, I was so focused on this and so accustomed to filming the podcast for a second, I forgot I was recording and I was startled by the camera. <laughs> I, I, like, looked at myself in the thing and I, and I was like, oh, yeah! <laughs> I have expressions that people can see right now. Okay, there you go. Okay, thank you, Mastasia. I seem to learn even just a little bit sometimes, if not, like, a whole new fact about her. And I'm just like, man, I've known you for how long, but yet I'm still just barely learning this about you. I don't know. It's always interesting. So I learned something, too, when we do these random facts about Mastasia. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so I kind of want to bring in um, a slight subject of um, what really causes us to doubt as well. Just, um, mm-hmm. I mean, again, this is not exhaustive. Sorry. It's just every topic that we cover, It's we can go on for yeah. so many so many different things, so many topics about it. Um, but it's something that I've recently heard and obviously is what could be distorting things for Christians and could be causing them to just be like, forget Christianity, forget all this, forget all that. And that's the simplicity of the fact that we tend to doubt because of so many different doctrines that we hear out there. Mm. It's just no longer this one sole Christianity doctrine. It's just like there's all these different now denominations, there's all these different things out there, and that can stir up a lot of doubt in us as Christians. But the fact of the matter is, um, so I recently heard, um, I think it was like a question and answer session, and somebody had asked, it's like, okay, we have one interpretation of the Bible, 
Um, and the Holy Spirit is supposed to be working in all of us, correct? So why is there so many people that are saying that they're Christian and they're living this way, um, or at least choosing to live this day, this way and, um, somehow are coming up with different translations. The fact of the matter is, is this, yes, we are human, so we are completely fallible, mm -hmm. so we do make mistakes, but there's an also, there's an aspect to that as well, is that, um, are you allowing pride? Are you allowing your presuppositions? Are you allowing your wisdom to dictate what the word says? Instead of coming together and praying and digging deeper. And I think that mm -hmm. that's where it's almost like, oh, this is too much work. I don't want to dig deeper. I don't want to study the word. I don't want to see how scripture interprets mm -hmm. scripture. Um, I don't want to be patient in praying um, and waiting on the Holy Spirit to completely illuminate that scripture and make it clear. Because honestly, if we do that, we study and um, we seek after Christ and we, and we know the Holy Spirit is in us we are all going to come up with the same interpretation right. of that scripture. There should be no, there should be no, you know, uh, distinguished. There's, there should be nothing that changes it. There should be nothing that, you know, deters you in a different direction. But the fact of the matter is, is a lot of these doctrines and a lot of these denominations that are created are based on men, man suppositions and their own wisdom and right. their own interpretations of scripture. And that is one big thing that is causing so much doubt right now right. in this world. Because it's like, who do we believe? Who do we... you believe the God of the Bible and that Holy Spirit that is inside of you? Mm -hmm. And and it's not about like how many of us are all in the same, you know, realm, how many of all of us are are um thinking the same thing or so just no, it's not that. It's you're reading that word mm -hmm. and then you're having conversations with others. But when that other person or yourself is attempting to say, well, no, see, I think it's this, or I think it's that. And it's like, no, it's what the Holy spirit illuminates to us and tells right. us what it is. And that's what we stand firm on. And it's amazing to see that when it's all of us in agreement, speaking about that one interpretation of what that scripture means. Hello everyone. I hope you've been enjoying this episode of truth prevails so far. Unfortunately, this is the point where the recording from our microphone cut out. So for the remainder of this episode, you will be listening to the audio recorded by our digital camera. And it resonates because we have the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, like I said, pride um, is a really huge deterrence to that. And the fact that we can get lazy and it's yeah. not to condemn. It's not, it's simply to tell you, we can get lazy, not wanting to search the scriptures, not wanting to know the truth, but simply saying, I've read it and this is what I got from it. So I'm running with it. Mm -hmm. That's not truth. You're not walking in truth. Then you're walking in, in what a fabricated God. We would want to, we would want to say is like you created this own image mm -hmm. of God and what you like, what you hear and what you read. Right. And then you pick and choose what you read and what you like, and then you live by that. But that's not, that's not living by the truth. And that creates a gamut or quite an array of doubt with all other brothers and sisters in Christ. So we need to be very mindful of what we're looking at, what we're reading, um, who we're talking to, what our conversations look like. We can never lose that grace mm -hmm. on our lips. We can never lose the love that we're supposed to bestow on others and, and speak through. Um, and we're not here to encourage doubt. No, right. we're here to encourage you to be in that word and allow the Holy Spirit to give you the clarity, the illumination of what that scripture means because he cannot deny himself. He cannot lie. He will not do that. And he will give clarity. So it's it, it's really mm -hmm. it, it's really a wonder how all this is happening, and yet we're seeing so many different things occurring in this world. And um, oddly enough, today's Election Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. which, which I am so certain is drawing this immense amount of doubt in so many people for right. so many reasons right now. But guess what? God is still on the throne. Mm -hmm. He's still seated on the right hand of God. Um, you know, Jesus is still seated at the right hand of God. Um, he's still sovereign, still in control. He will have his way. His plans can never be thwarted. Right. Yep. I mean, and there's, there's nothing that we could possibly doubt right now um, or even buy into that fear that is coming in all different directions. But sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, and I believe also from Astasia's heart, 
have that wisdom, that Lord's wisdom from the truth of God's word, um, ask for his discernment mm -hmm. through the power of the Holy Spirit. When you're listening, when you're, when you're seeing sermons or when you're even going to your churches and everything, because a lot of these things can just stir up a lot of doubt, bring a lot of confusion. I think that's why Christianity is being looked at as some joke or it doesn't really have all its, you know, ducks in a row, as right. you could say, or it, it just looks so fake because there's so many different types of Christians right. that are coming out and they're saying, well, scripture doesn't say this, it says this. It's like, or it says this, or it says this, or it says this. And they're just coming with all these different ideas because they're creating it out of their own biases, out of their own wisdom. They're not truly seeking to see what the truth of God's word says. Mm -hmm. And so that is spurring up a lot of doubt in our world today. And the only way to, I believe, get control of that is to be in your word, be around solid, sound Christians, and knowing that they are solid, sound Christians is to know that we mourn over our sin, we repent of our sins, there is a change occurring where we desire the things of Christ, we desire to live holy, we desire to live a life that is worthy of Christ, we desire to, to be all about what Christ wants us to be and that is to be preaching and proclaiming his name in the gospel mm -hmm. and that's how you know that you are surrounded by those that truly love the lord and are true followers of christ and that will help you come out of any doubt that you may have when it pertains to um the christian religion and what it is entailing so um Honestly, uh, I just, I, I really believe that I had to bring that out because I think that that's a lot of where deception is coming in as well. Many people are having false ideas about Christianity. They're living under the guise that I'm a Christian, so I can do this, I can do that, everything's fine. Because unfortunately, there are pastors that are just going about and saying, oh yeah, sure, do this. God gives you grace, so you'll be fine. And it's like, no, that's not how that works, right. unfortunately. The Bible is very, very clear and explicit about what you do not do and what you can do. And doubt comes so easily when we don't have that clarity. And it's an everyday, it's an everyday thing. It's an everyday walk um, with God and making sure that we are examining ourselves and that if any, any twinge of doubt wants to come in, that we're having it clarified through the power mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God. And, um, Nastasia, do you want to add anything to this? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're starting to come up on the time, like, really quickly. And I'm, like, having, like, all these things that, like, definitely <laughs> know. go with that. Because I'm, like, yeah, with the whole thing of, like, with all the false religions and things that take Christianity and, like, really twist it and yes. muddy it. And then when people come out of it and they realize that that was lies, that was deception. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, sometimes the response is, well, I can't trust anybody. Then everything must be fake. True. And that's not true. Um, and it, it, Christ still did what he did yes, and did. all of that is still proven in the scriptures and, you know, and just everything that when you look into it, you're just like, whoa, like, yes, that's, like, wow, that's yes. cool. And so, um, it, it's unfortunate that that is the effect, the crippling effect when false teachings go and run rampant. Mm -hmm. So when, um, you know, so the scriptures teach against false teaching. It teaches against deception. We've had our little deception series about that right. stuff. And, um, you know, when those things are allowed to run rampant, when they're allowed to continue teaching things like that, when they are not confronted with scriptural truth, yes. that, um, you know, we take the time to pray over and have it illuminated to us by the power of the Holy Spirit and to really study it and know it thoroughly and handle the word with care. Um, and it and instead of doing those things, we just kind of let it be like, eh, it's just their own thing, whatever. Yep. It's not going to really affect me. Well, if we're living to glorify Christ in everything that we do, Amen. then when that is allowed to go and run rampant and Christianity gets spit on, twisted, oh gosh, and basically yes. just other religions come out of it, and then it eventually can lead to people who are sucked into it, and then they come out and now they don't believe anything because they're just like, no, that is all a lie. It's all a lie. Yep. And so that's one of the repercussions of allowing those things to go forward is it can create a lot of doubt in people. Um, and But praise God with his elect and everything, you know, that he can cover it and everything. But it's still a shame to have to yes. allow people to go through those consequences. Yeah. 
And that's not to say that we have, like, all this control, so you better go and do this to the best of your ability, because otherwise it's going to all fail and it's all on you. I'm not trying to say that nope. by any means, because it is in God's hands, but that is why, you know, we're called to pray, and we're called to um, handle the word with care, and um, just things that we at least want to put into practice. Yes. Practice, meaning it's not going to be perfection, but we want to attempt to begin learning. So it's going to be a learning process, and only God can truly teach you properly. So trusting him, praying to him, going through the scriptures, mm -hmm. all that jazz. Yeah. So um, I tend to have questions at times, and so I think it's probably a good time right now to toss in my little jingle. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's play the jingle. Question time with Amanda. You might cry. <laughs> okay, so I just have three questions, and as I say, take these questions to God. Um, while you're reading your word, just ask him, and I strongly believe that there will be some clarity to where you stand when you ask these questions. So number one is, are you battling doubt? Number two is, what do you usually do when you're battling doubt? And number three is, do you believe that God can bring you out of that doubt? So... Those are my three questions. Nice. <laughs> I was like, those are my three questions. So many times do they stir stuff up in me where I'm just like, can you know, like, what do you do when you, when you are doubting? Like, yeah. how do you handle that? And right. I'm like, it's not always peachy king. Like, I yeah. got this down. Like, how many, ah. It's just. No. Yeah. It's, uh, so, I guess our little final words right now, because we are coming down low on time, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of amazing when this happens. Yeah. Final camp. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like wow, can't imagine. Like we've already been on here for how long? Um, yeah. But yeah, so these little final thoughts are simply understanding that doubt is not of God. It's not of God. And when the fear comes in, um, basically doubt wants to rob you of your joy. And guess who wants to rob you of your joy? The enemy. The enemy. The enemy wants to rob you, rob you of your joy. Um, that's what he seeks to do. He seeks to implant that. He's a master deceiver. Mm -hmm. That's who he is. He wants to confuse. He wants to confuse. He wants to distort things in your mind. He wants you to not believe in Christ. He wants you to not believe in his word. Mm -hmm. He wants you to basically, um, he wants you to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, I mean, it's clear as day. I mean, if we're just putting it out there, he wants you to die. Yeah. He doesn't want you to be used by Christ. He doesn't want any of that. He wants you to be completely distracted, um, doing things that... Right will not have you seeking after Christ, will have you doubting him, will have you doing anything else aside from what Christ has called you to do. So um, doubt, doubt is one of the biggest ways that the enemy works, but we also do it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's by not renewing our minds, it's by not being in the word, it's by simply taking every thought and running with it and thinking that there's some validity to it when there absolutely is not. Right. And that's the unfortunate thing is we think, this is in my mind, I know what I'm thinking, it's cool, it's fine, it's mm -hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, I can pick and choose what I want to think of, but you know what, God clearly says to think on things that are true, noble, lovely, praiseworthy. Um, he, he says these things for a reason and he also says to take thoughts captive for mm -hmm. a reason mm -hmm. because we don't think good thoughts. Right. We don't, we can't, we're not, we're not able to. And this is why we are learning to renew our minds by using the power of God's word and through the Holy Spirit. And that's how he does the sanctification of our hearts as well. He mm -hmm. softens it. He keeps cleansing it. He purifies it. It's a regeneration of the heart that we receive into that we are able to become more into the image of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so um, in thinking of this, I would really, really like for Mastasia to share the gospel on here. She just has such a cute way of doing it. I really like hearing her. <laughs> every time he, I know every time you set me up like that, I'm like, it's not I'm not gonna deliver it the same way. Um, there she goes, she's doubting. I know. Exhibit oh, eight. <laughs> oh, um It's the Holy Spirit doing it. Yes. Yes. Um Wow. Jesus Christ died for us. He died for us. And it is something that we cannot boast in saying like, Oh, I did this, I did that. You cannot um brag on that because what we really are when you really look at 
our hearts and how deceitfully wicked it is and how no one can know it except for God, what you see is that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. Because we, whether you lie, have hatred in your heart, or, you know, that's akin to murder, or lust after people, or dishonor your parents, or blaspheme God, or have idols, making your own gods, um, in the sense of even just holding anything in a position that God should be in, whether you realize it or not. Um, oftentimes we can idolize ourselves. Um, we have all sinned and fallen short. And so God is so holy and righteous and perfect in those things. And he is also perfectly just, so he cannot look at sin and just approve of it or turn a blind eye to it. There needs to be justice because he is righteous and he is holy. And um, you just cannot taint that. And if he were to approve of that um, and there were never to be justice, even though there is mercy and patience as he wants none to perish, if there is not a final judgment day, then he would not be just. He would not be righteous. He would not be holy, sure. but he is. And so there will be a day that of judgment that comes where we will stand before the Lord and he will not see all the good works we have done because even our righteous deeds in the, with the motives of our heart can fall flat. And it, you cannot say, that, well, even though I just, you know, ran all these red lights and ran somebody over, I donated to charity last week, so whatever. Yeah. You can't outweigh the bad with good. You've committed sin, and it needs there needs to be a punishment for that. And so you will stand before him and be judged, and that judgment is eternal punishment, apart from God, suffering for the sins that you've committed. And so... What that leaves us with is that everybody falling short, everybody is going to perish. However, because of God's grace and mercy and love, we have this hope that his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, took on the humility of flesh and came as a human and did what we couldn't do, which was lived a sinless life before God. And so that with that, he then went to the cross and he took the full wrath yes. of God, the punishment for our sins that we can never pay, that we can never um, give away to or anything like that. He paid that. Mm -hmm. And having done that, if you now believe in Jesus Christ, you can be saved. Because not only did he live a perfect life, not only did he suffer and die on the cross and give up his life and take on the wrath of God, but on that third day, he rose again, showing that we, through him being saved, can have that eternal life. Mm -hmm. So um, if you believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead on that third day and you profess him as your Lord, he is your Lord of your life, you now live for him, you can be saved. And as a result, you mm -hmm. you cast out the sin that he died for. You don't want anything to do with it. And you now want him and to obey him. That is the natural occurrence that happens. And so um, praise the Lord because we have hope through him. It is not something we can boast about and say, oh, well, I even, I even believed. I even sought out the Lord. You have faith that he has given you because scripture also teaches that from before the earth was even formed, he chose those whom he would save, whom he would intervene in. Mm -hmm. And so because otherwise everybody would perish, and yet God being merciful, we get to be saved through Christ. Amen. So turn to Jesus Christ, lay yourself upon him, because we need to hold on to him tighter than we would a parachute when a plane is going down. Wow. So That's intense. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> so just to add... Remembering scripture, 2 Corinthians 5.17, which is your new creation in Christ. And the whole idea of Ezekiel, when he talks about taking that heart of stone out and putting that heart of flesh, that's exactly what happens when you become that newborn believer in Jesus Christ. And we really hope that many of you will come to that knowledge. And if you are walking in that, praise the Lord for that, because <laughs> judgment does come. Judgment does exist. It's not a joke. Mm -hmm. It has never been a joke. Read Revelations. I mean, wow. Right. Wow, seriously. Um, so, I'd like to close in prayer. 
And yeah, so let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time that you have given us to speak on the topic of doubt. Lord, you are very much aware that we can struggle in this, but Lord, you're also faithful. You're gracious and you're merciful. You're long-suffering. You're sovereign. Father, you're, you're so many things that we, we have no reason to doubt. There's no reason why we should doubt you in any kind of way, but Lord, I know that many of us can struggle in that, and we go through it from time to time through our lifetime here on earth because we're not perfect. But Lord, you are doing a work in all of us, so I pray that if anybody is um, dealing or struggling with doubt right now, that you are the one that helps them overcome, that you're the one that brings them out of it, that they can stand firm on the promises that you have given us. And Lord, and if even you're not answering your prayers as they so feel that you should, or they're not receiving what they're looking to receive, or they're not um, seeing the, the light at the end of the tunnel, Lord, I pray that no matter what, in darkness or in light, that they are still um, seeking after you and desiring you above everything else. Father, we thank you so much that regardless of what we go through here, that you remain the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that you will always do what you have destined to do, Father, that you do what you please. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So thank you so much for being with us again once more. Thank you so much for the support and the prayers. We truly love you. We're always praying out for whoever it is that comes across our page or listens to our podcast or watches our podcast or whatever it is. And 